with the, the Trinity. One God, one faith, one baptism. No, not three separate gods. As many try to teach these days and bring confusion to the world. Right. But different iterations of who the Father is for a specific purpose. Okay. That's why it says the three are one. Fill a question. Somebody got a question? Okay. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Consistent with these words of Jesus, the Christian doctrine of the Holy Trinity is that there is an eternal, intimate fellowship and unity between God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. On doing greater works. I like this part right here. One of the parts I really like. John 14, verses 11 through 14. Jesus' disciples struggled to gasp, grasp the truth Jesus spoke to them about his relationship with God the Father. To help them believe his words, Jesus called attention, amen, to his works, telling the eleven, believe me for the sake of the works. Jesus challenged the eleven to see and believe that his works confirmed who he was in relationship to God, amen the father then jesus went on to say that those who believe in him would not only do the kinds of works he did good and god glorifying but would also do greater works than he did because he was going to the father before i say anything someone want to address that statement that we i you the believer would do greater works than jesus himself not you first lady not you <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? I would say that's exactly where I'm going with that. It wasn't that the Lord was saying that we're going to do things different than he did. But we're going to do them in such a volume by way, by way of the endowment of the Holy Spirit that he did. Why? Why would he say, well, because he's only going to be here three years. And he knew he was looking down the line. See, he, he was already looking down the road. He was looking past three years. He, he already knew, though they didn't, he already knew of the thousands, the millions that were going to come to the kingdom by way of the thousands and millions that were going to take the gospel around the world. He says, so therefore, you're going to do greater than I did. I, I got you 12. Well, I got you 11. And I know what y'all are going to do. And, and, and but what y'all don't know is that for every, it, it, it's like one time Bishop Moore uh, told us about uh, Billy Graham and told us who his pastor was. And before he did that, yes, he says, anybody know who Reverend, I can't remember his name, Reverend so-and-so was. I'll, I don't remember if anybody knew, but I know I didn't know. Then, he went on to say that this is Billy, this was Billy Graham's pastor, you know. And the point he was making is that this one pastor discipled this one man, mm -hmm. Billy Graham. Now we know Billy Graham's story, don't we? Mm -hmm. Billy Graham disciple, we don't know, but he's called the greatest evangelist outside of Jesus Christ the world has ever known. That many millions have been saved. But uh oh, let's not stop. Now we take all those millions and keep multiplying. Greater works. Hide out by 
she get a basic. But let's not look at Billy Graham. Look at your own testimonies. Look at your own testimonies. So many times we look at these things and we, we look at it as them over there. Those people. But the Lord gave us the power of the Holy Spirit. He, he gave us the wisdom and understanding that comes through that for the word. That me and you would take that same gospel. That there would be a legacy behind us. Even though, you know, we can say, well, you know, my, my relative, this, that, and the other, they're not saved. And, and I've been trying. That's okay. That's between them and the Lord. But think about all the ones that have been encouraged, have been saved, have been set free. And think about, I, you know, I, I thank the Lord for, for the ministry the Lord has given us over the years. And I can look back now as I consider this and look at some of the many men and women that came through our ministry, man, they're now pastors, teachers, and evangelists and everything, and, they, and, and the folks that they're leading, so on and so forth, and just on and on and on. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It says greater works. Hallelujah. As believers in Christ, we do the same kinds of good works he did, preaching, teaching, and healing. But what? Are we to make of doing greater works than Jesus did? Generally, it's believed that Jesus preferred to the extent to which his good works would be done through the church to the whole world. Exactly what our sister just said. Anybody want to sign up for the Jesus train? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. Ooh, glory. Another revelation I got studying this this week, or a fresh revelation, a deeper revelation, but a better understanding. I've always, I came after, I, I got to a place where I understood that, and I've said this a few times, I don't know if I've said it here, but you can get saved without the Holy Spirit. Everybody knows that, right? You can get saved without the Holy Spirit. But what I go on to say, what I go on to say from that is that you can't stay saved without the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the temptations of this world, the enemy of our souls, is more powerful than you and I. Mm -hmm. And then I just say, well, if that's untrue, then tell me why Jesus had to die on the cross. Why did he have to rise on the third day? We could do it by our own self-determination. If we could do it by our own willpower. No, we need the Holy Spirit to strengthen us in our times of weakness. Hey, when the enemy of our soul is pulling us this way and, and we know the way is that way, but the enemy is pulling us this way in our own self-determination, we might hold out for a little while. We might hold out for that. But we say, well, okay, you know, just inch this way. And he say, okay, okay we ain't gonna, let him stay on that inch. And just inch it. And then one day you realize, amen, you, you was over here in the Lord doing all that the Lord had said, told you to do, and you were living the life, as, as we sometimes say, amen. But then you wake up one day and you realize you're not over there no more. You're over here. And it wasn't a, mm, I'm going to snatch you just a little bit. Because I'm trying to do it in my self-determination, my willpower. But when the Holy Spirit comes, the Holy Spirit says, hey, wait a minute. I'm going to raise up a standard on their behalf. Amen. And I'm going to whisper into their ear, man, thus saith the word of God. And while I'm telling you that, I'm going to surround you with the power, amen, that comes from upon high. And because of that power, though the enemy, you might still hear the enemy, amen. But you're going to have the strength in me, in Christ Jesus, in the Holy Spirit to stay. When you can do nothing else, just stay. 
We need the Holy Spirit. We can't, we can't survive without the Holy Spirit. Now we got to go in and understand that with the Holy Spirit, we're going to get some understanding. That's going to wipe away all that confusion about, well, Jesus, this is Jesus, that, and that's going to wipe all that out. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get some wisdom, amen, to understand that, okay, now, we understand that God is who he said he is. Oh, man. Charles Stanley. Thank you, Lord. I almost put it. This morning, Charles Stanley, I think it was this morning, Charles Stanley briefly talked about the fact that so many people say, well, if there's really a God, I've heard this, then why is there so much suffering in the world and this, that, and the babies giving you all the stuff you can name? Why is all that going on if there's really a God? Oh, oh, take it back. A loving God. They always leave out the equation that there is goodness, grace, and mercy in the one and only living God. But there's this other thing called sin. There's this other thing called deception that comes by way of your Diablo, Satan, the devil himself. We always, they seem to leave out that equation. And they seem to want, infer that if God was really loving, he wouldn't let those things happen. But God loved us enough that he didn't make us robots. Mm -hmm. He gave you the ability to choose for yourself. All right? And he says, even though in all these things going on, I like to say, I am God enough. Lord, I'm standing on me now. He says, I know all that's going on. I know the devil's doing this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. But I'm God enough that in the midst of all that mess that's going on, if you believe in me, if you trust me, if you believe what my son, Jesus Christ, has declared, if you hold on to that, you can overcome all that mess. But it begins with you believing in me. Uh -huh. And when you believe in me, then I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you a helper. Because, again, you can't do it in your own strength. So I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. It's going to lead and guide you into all wisdom and understanding. And then when you get to the end of your strength, he's going to give you the authority in my name. To do whatever needs to be done. We cannot survive this world and make it to heaven in our own strength. We need the Holy Spirit. Amen. To keep us. To guide us. To strengthen us. Again, if we didn't, then how come willpower in and of itself doesn't do it for us? We don't need the Holy Spirit. Then why did Jesus Christ even bother to come to the earth to suffer the humiliation of being crucified on the cross, to be bled like an animal if we didn't need his sacrifice? Holy Spirit is our teacher. Jesus was the greatest teacher who ever lived because he was God speaking. Hebrews 1, 1 and 2. Now Jesus was preparing, amen, to leave his disciples and he assured them the Holy Spirit would be their teacher after his departure and would teach them regarding whatsoever I have said unto you. The teaching of the Holy Spirit confirms the teachings of Jesus, Jesus Christ. Precept upon precept. Anybody remember when the church used to have devotional services in the morning? I remember going to church and before we had services, they would have devotional services and people would come to church, anyone that may not be aware, give testimonies, amen. sing a couple of uh, songs to them. Sometimes a couple of songs wouldn't be but one song, but you sing that whole song for an hour, you know, because the Holy Spirit just came down in touch. 
But the thing about it, in those devotional services, what was one of the things that was going on? People were giving testimony from what the Lord did for them, to them, and through them. They were giving testimony about how they were sick on their beds, amen, or going through some type of stress, be it financial, emotional, whatever it was, and that they prayed and sought the face of the Lord, and he came in and turned that thing away. Mm -hmm. In those devotional services, amen, it, you, it, to use no different term, terminology, got you hyped up that you couldn't wait for service to start, mm -hmm. amen, because you want to just praise God and worship the Lord. How can I Sometimes I really believe we need to have some more things like that, amen. But here, amen, it says, amen, that the, 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 the teachings of the Holy Spirit confirms, amen, the teachings of Jesus Christ. In those devotional services, amen, a lot of people, they, they come to none say, amen, that word of God is true. Because, I, man, I knew she was going through something. I knew he was going through that. And, and then you sitting there, some of those that don't really believe, don't believe, they're sitting there in the service going, because Jesus is what they confirm me, amen, by way of the Holy Spirit. That what I see is true. With that word that my father has left the world is true. And no devil in hell has the power, amen, nor the authority to change it. Only thing the enemy of our souls can do is bring confusion concerning it. But he cannot change it. He's trying, you know, that's why you got a million books called the Bible. And you start, whoa. That ain't true, but you won't know that. You won't know that unless you've been studying and allow, allow the Holy Spirit to teach you. Unless you go to church and in a good ministry such as we have here and hear the truth of the gospel. It's a good place for the saints to say amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, did I say that right now? <laughs> The peace of Christ is a gift because it is his and he gives it to those who believe in him. Christ's peace is spiritual and supernatural. That's something naturally acquired and not of this world. The peace that surpasses all understanding. And explain, I, I, I don't know why. I, I, the doctor told us that I had cancer and he was about two minutes into his spill and he stopped and we said, what's the matter? He said, well, normally when I say the word cancer, right about that point, that's when people start breaking down and crying and so on and so forth. At that point, he gave me an opportunity to give my testimony to him. And when that was all said and done, what I said to him, I said, either way, I said, it's settled. I said, the Lord can heal me miraculously, heal me through the miracle of medicine, or he can take me home. Either way, it's settled. I got the peace. I didn't have it at first because I was angry with God. Uh, you may be going through some things, amen, and you're wondering, God, you know, I believe in you. I trusted in you. I've been here all those times, and I endured this for your name's sake. Where you Take peace in knowing that what God has said concerning you and your situation, your family, he's going to do it. I'm not a man that I should lie, says the word. Amen. It, our peace comes in the fact, amen, that because, because we've endured some things, We've been through some things. We've seen some things and we've read some things. And now we can say for ourselves, not because Brother Miller said, not because Pastor said, not because the first lady said, but I can say for myself, I can confirm for myself that God is who he said he is, that Jesus Christ is who he said he is. For therefore, because of that and that alone, I got peace. Yes. 
in my circumstances. I got peace in this world. That's why we have to know this word. The way, the truth, and the life. That's why the enemy fights this world and fights each and every one of us, amen, to trust and believe in something else. Let me help myself. Not just to believe in something else, but to ignore. See, and I'm getting ready to close. I'm in. I'm good. I got like seven, eight minutes. <laughs> That's why the Holy Spirit fights against the name of Christ, the personage of Christ. That's why he fights against any Holy Ghost filled individual. Amen. Trying to stand for the gospel. Amen. Because the devil already understands what many of us sometimes forget. Amen. That in the name of Jesus Christ, we have our power and authority to destroy him. Not of our own understanding, no, no, but because of who he is and we're standing on who he is. Amen. You know, it's like, you know, when I was growing up, amen, you had big brother, little brother, and, and, and the little brother talking, yeah, 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 yeah. But he's doing this standing behind the big brother. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, whatever he said, what you gonna do now? Yeah. I seen that coming, that wasn't me, but see that coming down. The point I'm trying to make, amen, is that the devil understands that if we ever understand that we got a big brother, We got a big brother, right? Yes, yes. Not only is he a big brother, amen, but he's a foundation. Yes. That when the world gets to shaking with all the ways it's trying to shake our faith and to shake our belief, amen, that if we stand on him yes. and trust him, he's not just behind us, but he's surrounding us. He's under us. He's over us, amen. Why? Because he's Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. God himself manifested on the earth, amen, that me and you would have hope in the midst of no hope. Hallelujah. That's why this word is important. That's why the world doesn't mind you talking about God. But when you begin to talk about Jesus, oh, well, you can't say that name. Well, 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 you, uh, uh, you can bring the Quran to school, but you, we're going to have an issue if you bring that Bible, okay? Well, you, we're going to teach you about Muhammad, but we can't be teaching about Jesus. That separates the church and Satan, all that other crazy mess that's going on. Why? Because the devil understands that if they ever get the true revelation of who he is, and the power and the authority that comes by way of the Holy Spirit. This thing over. This thing over. So there's enough of us already, saints. There's enough of us already. That if we just stand together in the name of Jesus Christ. We believe in who he said he is. The way, the truth, and the life. That no weapon formed against us shall prosper. That because he went away, he's preparing a place and he's coming back for you and me. But he's not coming back for a dead church. He's not coming back for a dead soul. Let the dead bury the dead, the Lord said. But he's coming back for a soul that's alive and on fire in Christ Jesus by way of the Holy Spirit. He's coming back for a church, amen, that's not afraid, just me, you, and just a few to stand on the word of the living God. He's coming back for a church, amen, that will declare that Jesus Christ is the one and only way to get salvation out of the destruction of this world and come face to face with the Father and hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen? amen. Hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise. <laughs> glory, 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 glory.
none like him, none beside him, but he's God all by himself. Hallelujah.